All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys, quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield, I'm the Get Fit Guy, and in this episode, you're gonna learn how to exercise, eat, and supplement when you need to heal injuries as fast as possible. Now, I don't remember where I first heard this, but it's certainly a true statement. Injuries never disappear, they just move around your body. Well, how true is that? It seems that in most active, hard-charging folks, once an elbow injury heals, the pain or discomfort moves to your knee, and once that heals, it migrates to your hip, and once the hip begins to feel okay, it moves to your shoulder, or your back, or your neck, and so on. You get the idea. Well, I've certainly covered a fair amount about exercise-related injuries and how to work out when you're injured over on the Get Fit Guy website. When you go to the show notes for this episode, episode number 229, over at quickanddirtytips.com, I'll put a link to all of those previous articles I've written, like how to exercise with an ankle and foot injury, a knee injury, a low back injury, etc. But I've never before actually laid out what a sample program would look like if you had a serious injury or a sore or immobile joint and you wanted to avoid surgery while healing that area as safely, quickly, and effectively as possible. Until now, what you're going to find in this episode is a sample proactive approach to healing an injury naturally. In this case, I'm going to give you an example for a shoulder, but you can apply these same techniques to any injury that you have. Hopefully, this information will get your wheels turning about how you can both stay fit through an injury and get an injured area healed up as quickly as possible. I want to tell you about today's sponsor, the FitTrack Dara Smart Scale. FitTrack gives you in-depth insights on your fitness progress to help you reach your goals. The Dara Smart Scale measures 17 health metrics, including BMI, hydration, muscle mass, and a whole lot more, and it syncs with the free FitTrack app. So all your health insights are available, well, wherever you are. And the scale takes up to eight different users, which is something I really like about FitTrack because, well, I don't live alone and it's really nice to have those insights available to everybody in the house. Now, I like to track my muscle mass, but my partner has an eye on her hydration levels. So whatever you want to focus on, FitTrack can help you do it. So stop measuring just your weight and start measuring your health with FitTrack. Go to getfittrack.com slash fit to take 50% off your order. Plus, for a limited time, you'll also save an additional 10%. If you go to G-E-T-F-I-T-T-R-A-C-K, that's getfittrack.com slash fit, and you will save 50% plus an additional 10% off your order. So don't miss out on this amazing limited time offer and go to getfittrack.com slash fit. Now, we're going to start with exercise and how to exercise during an injury so A, an injury heals faster, and B, you don't lose your fitness. So in addition to everything that you're about to hear, 
one of the things that I'd highly recommend is you get a book called Foundation. It was written by this guy named Dr. Eric Goodman, and it'll do a really good job of building a strong core and foundation without stressing your body excessively so when you come out of that injury, you're very well healed. What I would recommend that you do while injured is begin every single morning with all 10 exercises from that book. Okay, so let's jump into a sample week starting with Monday. On Monday, start the day with a five-minute hot, cold, contrast shower and do that again in the evening. The way that you do this is you simply alternate between 20 seconds of cold water and then 10 seconds of warm water 10 times through. This will increase the production of nitric oxide, help to decrease inflammation, and even burn a few extra calories. Next, you'll want to use, if you have the capability and the desire to have one of these, and I actually have a couple of them, you want to do electrostimulation. Now, I use one called a Mark Pro, and I'll put a link in the show notes to where you can read a little bit more about what that is and how it works. But what you want to do is hit the injured area two to three times a day. And the best way to do this is you surround the area of pain with electrodes, and then you operate that Mark Pro for 15 to 20 minutes with an ice pack covering those electrodes. So, for example, for the shoulder, you'd surround the area of shoulder pain with the electrodes, you put the ice on, you'd run the electrostimulation for 15 to 20 minutes, and then when you finish, what you can do is rub magnesium into that area, such as your shoulder. Now, topical magnesium works very well to relax an injured area and to help it to heal. So I'll put a link to all of these things over in the show notes. You can read more about them. Now, next... You'll want to use Monday as your interval day. So you can do 30 to 45 minutes of cycling or running short, explosive intervals. And for a shoulder example, this would not be an activity that would necessarily harm the shoulder. Now, let's say that your knee was injured. In that case, you would be doing explosive intervals with, say, swimming or an upper body ergometer. You'll want to do about 30 to 60 second explosive intervals with full recovery periods after each interval. Now, You can also do, on this same day, weights. And when you're injured, elastic bands or elastic tubing work very well. For example, for a shoulder, you could do five rounds of 20 reps of a seated row, external rotation for your rotator cuff, internal rotation for your rotator cuff, straight arm pull-downs, and straight arm raises. You would go as light as necessary for complete pain-free range of motion. Now, the next thing you'll need another book for I recommend a book called Becoming a Supple Leopard. For the shoulder, for example, you would go to the posterior and the anterior shoulder section of this book and complete all the deep tissue protocols that it tells you how to do with things like a foam roller or lacrosse balls. Now, this book is kind of like a cookbook for hunting down injured areas in your body and addressing them. Okay, so that's what Monday would look like. You've got your hot, cold contrast shower, you've got your electro stim, you have your short intervals, you have your light elastic band style training, and then you have your deep tissue work, a la becoming a supple leopard. Okay, you're getting the idea now that you don't have to sit around on the couch all day when you're injured. Okay, Tuesday, start off the day with the shower and end the day with the shower again. Do the electrostimulation again, but this time, do heavier weightlifting for an area of your body 
that isn't affected by the injury. For example, for a shoulder, you could do five sets of five reps of a squat, assuming you're careful how you carry the weight and the shoulder position on the squat. You'd want nothing that produces pain or discomfort. And then you could do the lunge or the leg press, the leg extension, the leg curl, and side-to-side lunges. Alternatively, you could do something a little bit more low impact and even easier if you're not accustomed to a squat or some of these other exercises. What I'd recommend for that is the 12 to 15 minute super slow program that you find in a book called Body by Science by author Doug McGuff. Now don't worry, again, I'm outlining all this for you over at quickanddirtytips.com. Just go to the show notes for episode number 229. And then, for example, on Tuesday, you would do, for your cardio, a swim. If your shoulder was hurting, you could do a 10 by 100 kick with a kickboard as hard as possible. If your knee was injured, you could use a pole buoy so that your legs relaxed and your upper body did the work. Okay, next we get to Wednesday. You've been working pretty hard on Monday and Tuesday, so on Wednesday you might do something like a full body soak in cold water for 20 to 30 minutes followed with a dry sauna for 20 to 30 minutes. That type of extreme hot in terms of the amount of time that you're spending and extreme cold in terms of the amount of time that you're spending can really help to shuttle blood effectively through the body without the stressors of exercise. Alternatively, you could soak in cold water for 10 minutes and then hot water for 10 minutes three times through. As you can see, this is somewhat similar to the concept of that hot, cold contrast shower. Now, for weights, after you warm up on a bike or an elliptical, you could do four times through a circuit for your core, such as incline bench sit-up, reverse hyperextensions, V-ups, and the Superman exercise where you're lying on the ground, raising your arms and your legs off the ground. And you would just keep your arms at the side if you had any shoulder discomfort with that exercise. And then, once again, you do all the deep tissue work from becoming a supple leopard. Okay, so Wednesday looks a little bit different than the other days, not quite as much cardio interval work, a little bit more core, recovery, cold, and hot soaking. Now, Thursday will be identical to Tuesday, all right? So you can go and read this over at quickanddirtytips.com or rewind to Tuesday. Now, Friday can be very, very similar to, you guessed it, Monday, with the exception that on Friday, rather than doing short explosive intervals for cardio of 30 to 60 seconds, you hit a different part of your physiology and do two to five minute intervals with slightly less lengthy recovery periods. Everything else looks the same, the electro stim, the weights, the deep tissue work, etc. Okay, next we get to Saturday. So on Saturday, do exactly what you did on Wednesday. Okay, the core work, the cold and hot soap work, and then the electro stim work. And then finally, there's Sunday. Sunday, choose as a day to do something fun, like a one to two hour hike or a bike ride or some other type of aerobic activity that doesn't stress your injured area. Don't carry anything or engage in positions that are stressful or painful to, in this case, the shoulder. And if you stay aerobic, you can even use this as a fat loss session and do this type of aerobic workout minimally fed or fasted. The other thing I'd recommend that you do once a week when injured is a deep tissue massage that you're not doing yourself, but that you actually hire a massage therapist to do. In the case of something like the shoulder, you'd have them work on your entire back, neck, thoracic, cervical, spine, and shoulder area. You can have the therapist use that magnesium I mentioned earlier during or after the massage. Okay, so that's your entire program. Once again, you get the idea that you don't have to sit around on the couch all day when you're injured. 
Okay, how about how to eat when you're injured? Well, when healing from an injury, you should focus on an anti-inflammatory diet with plenty of support for connective tissue like joints and collagen. This type of eating may seem simple, repetitive, and boring, but remember, it's only for the length of the time that you're healing your injury, and you don't have to avoid chocolate forever. So, for example, breakfast. Easy meal would be two to three scoops of like a pea or a rice or a hemp protein powder. And you could mix that with full fat coconut milk. You could blend in one handful of walnuts or almonds, a couple tablespoons of chia seeds, some cinnamon and some sea salt. And if that's too thick for your taste, you can add some extra water. There's no spinach, kale, etc. that's necessary. But if you wanted to, you could blend in these type of dark leafy greens too. So basically you're covering a lot of nutrient bases with just one smoothie. For lunch, you can have a big salad. So for example, over a bed of mixed green spinach or kale, you would add avocado, sardines or grass-fed beef or organic chicken, some sliced tomatoes or a handful of cherry tomatoes, a carrot, some extra virgin olive oil or avocado oil, the juice of a lemon, a handful of pumpkin seeds or crushed walnuts or almond slivers, and then fresh herbs of your choice like parsley, chives, or cilantro. Now, for dinner, you could have your choice of a clean, organic, grass-fed, or wild-caught protein like steak or fish with a side of a clean, low-sugar carbohydrate like a mash or a regular sweet potato or some quinoa or some wild rice. You could also include a side of a vegetable that's dark and colorful as possible like kale or spinach or a sulfur-rich vegetable that will help with inflammation like Brussels sprouts, onions, garlic, broccoli, or cauliflower. And then use anti-inflammatory herbs quite liberally like turmeric black pepper, use some sea salt, and for dressings or oils, use things like grass-fed butter, ghee, avocado, olive oil, or coconut oil. Now, as far as drinks go, what I'd recommend is that if you're injured, in between meals, try to drink one to two cups of bone broth as your primary snack, and make sure you only drink lower sugar beverages like water. Now, ginger tea infused with anti-inflammatory compounds like turmeric or garlic is another really good choice if you're injured. And I'll put a video in the show notes over at quickanddirtytips.com for this episode, episode number 229, about one of my favorite little teas that I make if I'm injured. You just simply boil fresh ginger in water and then add the additional components like the turmeric and the garlic. And you can even eat the softened ginger root afterwards if you'd like. You can also use a low sugar sweetener like stevia to sweeten this if you'd like. And finally, how about supplements? While the wide world of nutritional supplements for injuries and inflammation can be confusing and, frankly, really spendy to navigate, I suggest incorporating a few supplements for injuries, but don't go overboard. So, for example, proteolytic enzymes can be very effective. Vitamin C, if it doesn't hurt your tummy. Curcumin. Ginger. Garlic. Tart cherry juice. Glucosamine. And chondroitin. Those are some of my favorites when it comes to managing inflammation and supplements to use when you're injured. Now, all of this might seem like a huge amount of trouble to go through just to help an injury heal faster, but if it comes down to naturally trying to give your body the support it needs to heal versus opting for surgery or worse yet, chronic pain that won't go away, it can be well worth it to proactively treat injuries using the type of strategies that I just described. As you can see, it can be complex to manage, but once you make a plan and you stick to it for exercise, eating, and supplementing, you really can manage injuries much more intelligently. Now, if you have questions about any of the things that I just described, go to facebook.com slash getfitguy and ask your questions or join the conversation over there.
And until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit.